now. Welcome. For your listening pleasure, we invite ears of all shapes, colors, and sizes to experience the Audio Files Podcast. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I know you guys missed me. Uh, shout out to the baby mamas, uh, baby mamas. I'm sorry, uh, man. I don't know how to put this to you guys, but I mean, I just been running into a lot better women um, for me. I mean, you guys are cool. You guys are like, you know, like you guys got me going. You guys got me through the motions, got me through the hard times. But man, I think I'm gonna have to put the baby mamas to rest because it's just. Better quality women coming after me. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. Like, you know, um, retiring. I'm, I might be retiring from the game, man. I'm sorry. I mean, from the baby, from the baby mama game, not the game completely. But um, yeah, it's like I found some single women that think I'm awesome, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't need chicks with kids. I'm sorry. Um, no offense. It was great. Um, it's got to come to an end, though. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't keep buying those grimace shakes. You know, just like <laughs> they're expensive, man. Like, cause I gotta get me one, you one, your kid, your other kid, and then you know, you, you know, your baby daddy drops off his kids. So like, I gotta buy that kid one. So it's just getting too too crazy for me. So all the um, change adds up. It all adds it up. It does, man. Um, and you know, not even with the McDonald's app, like that shit don't work out. So, uh, <laughs> what up, everybody? It's your boy, and I'm back. I had to give you something, uh, something for the time that I've been gone. But yeah, I mean, I might have to, I might have to retire from the baby mama game. We'll see. Um, as always, we are here with my boy Bebo. Bebo, say what's up, dog. Man, I go by Bebo, but don't fret. There's still me. There's still D. We still mess with the baby mamas. We'll still sweep them up. No problem. Oh yeah, yeah. I will, yeah, I will give you my contact list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You'll give it your hand over your roster. Yeah, I'll hand over my rosters. It's new ownership. And I'm like Phil, Phil Jackson, so yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> be running the triangle all day. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you should start with Anthony. Well, you're on the bench with me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't cut it. <laughs> oh man. And um, we don't have a. Uh, I heard what you what Addison said about me last week. So um, first of all, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you're not here. You don't show up to my show. No, I don't show up to your show. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. It's all good, man. Uh, now the stallion and the bread boy. And uh, the baby mama whisperer slash uh, love maker is not here in the building. Uh, as of right now, I'm I'm really worried about him. I think I think I swear to God, this is my theory. I think some baby mama's got him like tied up in the basement somewhere. <laughs> like she might let him go, like Buffalo Bill style, kind of like puts the lotion on the skin, or else um you don't get to hit again or something. <laughs> you know, like I don't I don't know, man. But uh yeah, tonight it's just gonna be me and Bebo, and um we are the audio files. If you haven't been rocking with us. That's okay, you know. First time, it's always special. Um, <laughs> it's uh, basically what we do here. We got music review. We got a new project every week. In this case, I got two EPs. And if you have been listening to us, thank you for fucking with us. We love it. We love you guys. Um, this week was my long way to pick a pick that's kind of taken um, a while to get back, just because like Beatles says some scheduling conflicts. But um, man, my picks tonight are uh, just actually Rust Chomp two point five. And uh, Russ Narsa uh, too. So um, we'll go ahead and start with uh, with Russ for today. Um, man, um, we we've, we've been fans of Russ, and it's kind of funny because like 
I feel like he's one of those cats when he first came out, you're like, oh, who's this guy? Fuck him. Like, you know, like that kind of deal. Um, but slowly and surely, his catalog has been like making its way into my iPhone. And I think, you know, he has a few songs here and there. So we went we went and checked out the first chomp. And so I, I figured, why not bring it back and let's go ahead. And since I wanted to do an EP for my boy, this was also EP. So I said, screw it, let's do it. Um, man, I mean, my review, my first thoughts, man. I think, you know, Russ got bars. He's got that, that inspiration. Um... But man, the first—I mean, I, I dug the beats, I dug the bars, but it's just to me, this one had a, a ceiling. Um, I don't know if you felt that way, Bebo, but I kind of feel like he kind of really didn't step too far away from where he left off on the last chomp. Um, like I said, the beats, the rhymes were—they're cool and all. It's just, but I didn't see no um, so any, any growth. I just feel like he's kind of doing the same thing and he's kind of retraining up. Like I listened to this guy's um audio book, and and it's just—it just, just kind of seems like he's following like the same like do it yourself rapper kind of you know believe in yourself do it here and there yeah i'm 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 making it happen which is great and all it's fantastic his story's amazing the fact that he's done it i mean it's even inspired me to continue to make music and stuff like that so um but it's just it's just this album i felt like or this ep it just kind of felt like it was kind of like yeah um you know i don't know how about how you felt about that people but uh what'd you th- yeah so just to piggyback off what you said for the listeners we do have the review of russ's first ep chomp in the archives if you want to go check that out you know we give a little bit of background on that episode and also our thoughts on that ep um so go check that one out if you haven't already but for me man um to get into chomp two and a half i have to be honest i i feel like i've given his music a fair chance but for whatever reason it just kind of doesn't resonate with me yeah of course i do have to mention though that i've only listened to the eps we've reviewed here on the podcast like i haven't really checked out any of his other stuff uh full-length projects i should say just singles here and there and like you said i i have some singles that i like but as far as full-length projects these eps are the only things i've checked out and speaking of this ep uh i feel like he had a formula like you said that was just punchline after punchline and it didn't really give any time to breathe and and for that reason it didn't really captivate my interest while he does showcase some interesting melodies there were some moments where i couldn't help but draw comparisons to maybe like a lesser version of, of drake style perhaps yeah um and however, despite my personal preferences, I can't deny that Russ's artistry and independence are worth acknowledging. It's impressive how he's built a massive fan base entirely on his own terms. That level of dedication and autonomy is commendable in music. And I have to admit that there were some redeeming aspects to the EP. I found myself enjoying a handful of the instrumentals, some big time names on this EP when it came to the production side of things. Uh, in a larger context, though, I, I felt like you and like last ep didn't really present anything new it lacked a certain spark or distinctive element that sets it apart from chomp one you know and yeah. while i respect his journey and accomplishments this one like i said it just didn't really leave a lasting impre- impression on me and even though it didn't hit the mark I, I like i said i do kind of recognize his talent and uh the effort that went into the creation and he even says on the ep this one's to tie the fans down until he releases another album i think it is which you know was very popular back in that blog era of rap when a rapper would just release a mixtape and it's hard to distinguish what's a mixtape and what's not anymore you know with the streaming services but overall yeah i felt the same as you man like it was just whatever to be honest yeah and um again man if you're not familiar with what we do here on the audio files but also also, yeah also i gotta say Bebo, man um 
I'm gonna take. I'm gonna continue to hold down the uh, hosting duties. <laughs> like, like yeah. man, I heard you struggle. You gave it a chop last time, and you, I heard you struggling. Yeah. You know, it's like you weren't in your yeah. pocket. All right, I just, I just had to give you a shout out for that. Good, thanks, thanks for the effort, brother. I got it. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> Let's get um, respect. Um, but no, yeah, thank you for that. But um, those of you that are not familiar with what we do here on the audio files, um, like I said, we either get a EP or uh, a couple EPs or full fledged albums review. Uh, we come back, give our initial thoughts like we just did, and also what we do is we list our favorite songs, favorite beats, um, least favorite songs, and maybe any notable mentions, and we step foot in the producer's chair, maybe see what we could do to improve the project, and then uh, we also eventually refer you to other art, uh, other maybe music or TV shows done by the artist, and then uh, we eventually give it a rating, and I'll ask if you would like to cut the vinyl of the project. Uh, with that being said, we already listed our first initial thoughts so Bebo let's go ahead and jump into favorite beats off the project um I give it up to him he does have a good I think ear for making beats um and he said he's been doing this since college so uh I'll go first man I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh perfectionist this was a typical groovy heavy boom bap beat um I dug it um easy it kind of felt like it was an alchemist beat I haven't looked it up on that that's on me but um it had that feeling and then I'm gonna have to go with uh, the buckle up freestyle again. Like that's kind of I feel like that's kind of his pocket. So, uh, what about you, Bebo? I'm gonna go with the blow up freestyle. Uh, it had a, a soul sample that was gold, and probably my favorite beat off the EP. I don't remember who produced this one. Um, let's see. I'm sorry. Let's see. Oh, it's produced by Havoc of Mob Deep, which is kind of random. Uh, that makes sense, though. Uh, and then I had um, Easy, which was the Alchemist. Ah, uh, sounds no, yeah. yeah, no coincidence that all the beats I kind of liked had that soul sampling he, he done he to them. And like you said, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, none of the ones he produced. I think he only had one uh, production credit on this one. And then um, Perfectionist, probably my second favorite beat on the project. This one was Ninth Wonder. And again, all three of them had that soul sample, and I thought he sounded really good on those types of beats. Nice, nice. Um, all right, let's go off with uh, favorite tracks. Favorite tracks. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and this one was kind of hard because there was really not much, but um, I'm gonna say reflection just because like he was like he said a lot of his shit like I'm a professional risk taker. Like I felt like that was kind of in his bag, and then um. Also going to have to go with, with Easy. That was just kind of a cool a backtrack, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Bebo? I'm going to go Buckle Up Freestyle again. I just really like how he sounded on the beat, and, you know, he kind of utilized some of his melodies on there, too, where he's not really singing, but it's just more melodies with what he's saying. Like you said, Easy, just a straightforward track where he's talking shit, nothing, nothing yeah. too crazy, and then Perfectionist. Yeah. Where there's another beat I liked, and he kind of opens up about how being a perfectionist has kind of negatively affected him in his life. Which, uh, again, not knowing Russ's discography like that, I can't remember any tracks like that from from him. Yeah. Where I've, it's usually him just talking shit. So uh, this one was a little different, and I liked it. Okay. All right. Um, since these are EPs, I mean, do we want to do like least favorite track? There wasn't really much to kind of pick apart. I mean. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll name a couple that I just didn't really care for. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any. Yeah, uh, I didn't like the one where he was talking about, I forgot the name of the track. Uh, let me see. The one where he was talking about like his mom and his dad, his dad like getting divorced and stuff like that. Where oh, that was, like, yeah. The, the hook. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. I might have been. Was it blow the whistle? Yeah, blow this. That was just kind of really corny to me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had that one too. I thought it was a lazy track, like you said. I didn't really care for it, and the week or the hook was weak. Yeah, like, uh, the beat was, was kind of mid. It was trying to be something that it wasn't. You know, just yeah. yeah. Okay. I hope that's the track, and then I think um, that it was the, yeah. <laughs> the opening one, I didn't really like the beat, and uh, like we we were joking about it, but it's true it's the only beat he produced on it um i didn't really care for that instrumental um it was probably my least favorite instrumental on the ep but um, those are probably like the two that i had nice um all right let's go ahead and jump into any notable lines any notable bars concepts that stood out in the project um let me see uh can we talk about how he's a I didn't know. I didn't know until this EP that he's a uh, the the epitome of short kings, man. He's I think he's, oh, yeah. he's mentions he's five six or something like yes, that. Yes, he said what what bar did he say with that? I forgot, man. Um, some like he's he looks up to himself or something like that. Five six something in that. Like yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, somebody got to represent for us. I mean I'm on the come up, so I'll be next. You know what I mean, <laughs> I'll be in the club surrounded by bitches. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Oh, here it is. It's um, I'm just a Libra trying to balance it all. Five six, but I never met a challenge too tall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Libra too. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I think uh, where he says stabbing the back don't hurt as much when you see when you turn around and see whose knife it was. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. My bruises. That was dope. My bruises become my muses. My pain has multiple uses. And um, when when from the fuck y'all get. Y'all middle fingers to the deuces. I just thought kind of, okay, yeah, you get the peace sign to the, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I forgot what he said, but he said all these hooks and bridges, um, like, remind me of the bridge to Terabithia. You know, I was like, all right, cool, nerd. Yeah. Like, right on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's who's been reading. Like, <laughs> um, I like when he said on reflection, intentional hit, or uh, intentional risk taker, successional hit maker. Safe to say it's, it's in my, uh, it's in my nature, like Ric Flair. Like, it was kind of a stretch, but oh, like, oh, yeah. you got, you know, we're always going to pop for a wrestling bar. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, and that's the thing too is like typically he does come with the punchlines and shit like that in his music, and like there wasn't nothing where I was like, oh my god, like you know what I'm saying? Like it just seemed like yeah. he just kind of da da da. Okay, cool, whatever, dude, you're doing your thing, you know? Like like I said, man, like I, this guy's a big inspiration, but to me, I don't know, just it just seemed like this one kind of felt flat. You know, and it's just like, I don't know if it would have been better as a mixtape or an EP. Like, if it's a mixtape, it's, like, more forgivable, you know, I guess. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but yeah. if you're like, okay, this is a project to hold you on, and it's just kind of like, well, give us a little something. something you know, kind of reminds me of that, that Chica EP, you know, it's just kind of like, you yeah, kind of like the same thing, so... Uh, we'll see, man. Um, alrighty, uh, let's go ahead and step into the producer's chair. Um, if you were Russ and you were executive producing this thing, what would you do? Um, honestly, I would cut the shit out of the tracks. Um, I'd probably have this thing be a three-track EP. I feel like in that case, if it's even, especially if he's gonna give us something to hold us on for this um, slated project, I think three tracks would be enough. That way, we don't get tired of it because I feel like a lot of it was the same. Um, you give us those three tracks, maybe one about one thing, another song about another thing, maybe another freestyle track. I'm cool with that. Um, this one just it felt like for the six tracks it was, it was like a lot of the same. And I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't need this. Uh, what yeah. about you, Biba? Man, like I said, I, I did enjoy that perfectionist track. And 
Even though I haven't listened to his albums of past, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure a lot of them are braggadocious raps where he's just, you know, talking shit. I'm sure he has, like, variety, but the majority is probably that, right? And yeah. I just feel like, man, it would have been dope to hear a EP where, like, he's talking about something that perhaps he hasn't before, and that's all it is. You know, I, I even though we didn't like the track about his parents, I mean— yeah. Maybe he could have done a track that worked that that sounded talking about, good. Talking about the same subject, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So maybe like you said, a three track EP where he's talking about stuff that he hasn't talked about in the past before, where we don't need to hear that you got cars and sell out arena. Like we know that shit already. Like yeah. talk to talk to us about some shit and I that feel, we haven't heard. I feel like this is the gripe we keep having with with these mainstream artists is like give right. us some perspective give us like i mean like I, i've been listening to rick rubin's like uh his his uh, um audiobook about making art and um he talks about perspective sometimes it's just a song from the perspective of an object kind of like um Nas's i gave you power where he's speaking from the perspective of a gun like you know it's just like Maybe give us a, like a love story where like this girl like falls in love with this guy that she wasn't expecting to fall in love, you know, like something like that's in a little bit different, you know. Um, and I know it's a, it's an EP and it's a little bit of bragged the chomp the chomp series is kind of like that braggadocious like I'm gonna fucking murder you with my slick punchline kind of you know deal. But I mean, like at the same time, like give us some like witty crazy bars like that, maybe with like a love song, like you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, th- and like you know like. I, I think that would, would work much better than what, what he kind of gave us. So that, that's just me, though. You know, um, I, but like I said, I feel like we keep harking on this with these new stream artists. Um, and also in the context of, like you said, we reviewed Chomp 1, and it was a lot of the same stuff. It's like, okay, so you just gave us more of what we thought was okay already. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, I think back then it was like, oh, we didn't expect that from him, so we are actually impressed. And now we're just kind of like, okay, is this all you got, dude? Like, you know, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. it it is what it is. Um, like I said, I'm st- I'm still a fan of what he's doing, right? Um, exactly. But n- this music isn't making it on my day to day playlist, unfortunately. Um, all right. With that being said, I think it's judgment time, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and give this thing a rating. Man, like I said, like the 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 artistry is there. The I feel like it, it's it's weird. It's like a certain level of artistry, but not much substance. And because of that, I'm going to go ahead and give it a uh, 3.9, man. That's 3.9. What about you, Bebo? Yeah, I agree. Um, I Nothing really moved me. I did like those beats a lot, though, the last three beats on the EP. And I did like some of the tracks, but, I mean, it's five tracks total. I maybe like three... I don't know if I see myself revisiting this EP, um, and so I'm giving it a C as well. I'm doing a 3.8. Right on. And so, that's probably going to take us to a 3.85. <laughs> um, is that what it is? Let's see. Uh, let's see if I can beat the computer. Let's see. Bebo's yeah, cat. it's about a, what, like a, a 77%? Yeah. So um, I would say that's that's about fair. That's, I mean, it's not great, it's not spectacular, but hey. Um, yeah. Maybe the album will be good. Maybe these were just like throwaways from the album he's working on. I don't know. I, I want to give him that benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Last question. Bebo, would you cop the vinyl uh, for this, this EP? Yeah, this one's going to be a, a pass for me. Um yeah, maybe really? maybe if the album comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe no. if his album comes with it, man. Um 
I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for me, if if he gave it to me personally, I'd keep it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was for like, real. Yo, and here, yo, here's this shit, dog. I'm like, hey, thanks, Russ. Like, you know. But um, other than that, I'm not gonna go. Um, this is in the very, very, very bottom of my list. Um, yeah. Oh, the check me out. Did you have anything for to recommend? Uh, oh, the people. Th- oh shit, I, that's what I get for talking shit, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already back and I'm already fucking up the show. Check me out. You in trouble? Check me out. Um, okay, yeah, for the check me out, I would go ahead and say check out the Utah Freestyle. Um, again, this is along the same vein where I think he's in his pocket and he's like rapping his ass off. And I, I like when he's on top of it, like when he's being braggadocious and his bars are hitting, the beats hitting, everything's knocking. He's got his confidence up. I love that Russ. Um, also, like I said, uh, go check out, I've been, li- I listened to his audiobook. It's all in your head. Very inspirational. If you're a fellow artist, if you're just thinking about making music, if you just like, if you need a reason to just keep doing what you're doing, go check that out. Um, and then what else did he have? Um, I love, I'm a fan of his love song. So wife you up. That's a jam. Um, let me see what else. So I got off, um, go ahead and check out the original chomp. We have, he has a track on there with uh, King crooked Stockholm syndrome. That shit was dope. Um, let me see. Oh, nasty, nasty is a pretty dope track. Uh, I that's what I'm saying. I, li- I like his Lucy's, like you know, like yeah, his Lucy's are dope. I give it up to him. Um, you know, I I heard a a snippet of his interview. Sorry to cut you off real quick, it, but um, it. it was him talking about when he first got started. Uh, he figured like on SoundCloud, if he made like a small kind of five track project that people were less likely to check out all five tracks so that's why he started doing lucy's Mm -hmm. it's because he's like people are more likely to check those out and he was doing that for a long time until like the demand for like a full-length project came to and i think that's how he got started which is pretty damn smart and no lie i think i'm gonna copy that model i got a bunch of lucy's i got two projects right now that i know you guys have been waiting i've been talking this shit for like three years but it's coming um so i think i'm gonna lease like a bunch of lucy's and then um i'm gonna eventually drop fuck 2020 um hopefully sometime by september and that shit is a monster guys um nice just letting you guys nice. know um so yeah. yeah yeah we'll go ahead and move on to the our next ep now this guy right here man you guys not might not have heard of him um i've I featured his tracks on some of my songs of the week and that is my boy just man this guy is out of az um man he my brother put me on to him because he was my brother's roommate when my brother was in the disney internship program out there in florida for walt disney world and um he just said man there's this crazy cat i think you you would dig him and uh he's like he's i don't know he's a little out there he's making music though and he's actually pretty good and you know it's crazy he bought a laptop and bought all this shit so um i actually was able to catch up with uh the boy and um actually was able to do a interview with the homie just and oh shit nice yeah so here it is check it out um all right just man like uh this is crazy bro because like I first heard about you when my brother Adrian was off in Florida, man, and he said there was like this crazy guy who chill out all the time, smoke weed, write music, lay in his hammock, and that was you, brother. First, he showed me a few songs. I was like, all right, that's cool, but like, 
over time, man, like I, I got to become a fan just because the work was progress progressively getting better and better, man. So um can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So um yeah, shout out you, shout out your brother. I'm glad uh, our relationship started that way. It's pretty wild the way it happened. Oh yeah. But uh yeah, so when it just um I moved to Florida back in 2019. Uh we were both working at Disney at the time. And uh the way they had it structured, we were in dorms, dorm like style. And uh, I found music right before I moved to Florida, honestly, man, through like a spiritual, spiritual experience. Uh, I had no interest in music before that, so um, had this thing, had a bad breakup, uh, moved to Florida, and then uh, I met Adrian, we were roommates, and um, I was just, I was just, I had just bought a computer, just bought a MacBook, just bought like a cheap interface, cheap mic, $20 headphones, and you know, I just started cooking up, and um, you know, the rest was history after that. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Um... It's crazy because, like, you know, I make music and stuff, and and you do a lot of things that, like, show a lot of intelligence as far as, like, music theory goes. Um, are you classically trained, bro, or you just pick it up and learn on your own, man? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm not. What do they call this? Um, man, I, I'm just an ear listener. You know, when I pick up notes or I know what notes to hit or whatever, I just do it uh, based off my ear, honestly. Um, I wish I was one of those motherfuckers who could honestly <laughs> just... You know, who just doing this since they were six. You know, I know a lot of musicians and a lot of talented artists like that. Um, I'm just not one of them. You know, I've, I was gifted spiritually and I was given that ability, um, which honestly is kind of better to me. You know, so, uh, oh, that's that's the way I learned. That's the way I progressed through ears and just uh, listening and figuring shit out, you know, trial and error. Heck yeah, man. It's all about the journey. And that's uh, that's impressive, yeah. bro. Um, yeah. Narsa, too, man. Like. What were you what were you going through when you're making this man? It's it has tales of heartbreak, it has tales of new love, <laughs> just kind of figuring it out, man. What what's the yeah. what's the backdrop behind that? Um the message was definitely one of uh, a couple things. Um it was mainly uh the thing that two vices or I'm sorry, it was a it was a tale of vices, honestly. I was moving around, I, I moved to Florida last year just to create the project i was kind of hopping states uh finding inspiration behind uh the project and what it meant to me and it just happened to coincide and sit in florida so that's where i sat i lived like five minutes from the beach i'd go to the beach in the morning come back write another verse for another song and then i you know i was working remote so i would just that's kind of how i lived my life for like a month or two so it was great <laughs> um but uh it was kind of telling the tale between two muses and how they can't coexist uh at the same time it never works so I would sit with myself and I would make this music and I was in a relationship at the time. Um, and being an artist and in a relationship really don't mix. And that's what I mean with two muses, you know? Ah. So I had to, I had to balance my life and just what I want to see and what I have and what I don't and what I want to see, you know? So I just, it was a lot of balance. Um, and a lot of experience, honestly. Uh, <laughs> moving around is not easy, man, especially when you're on road trips like that. So mm. it was uh, it was, it was really experience, man, and it was just tales of my life. So I'm grateful to have been there um, and to have done it the way I did it, honestly. Hell yeah, man. I love uh, I love Too Fast, man. The, the the melody, the hook, man. And that shit hits. When, fast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that shit hits when I'm on the snowboard. Man, when I'm, dude, bro, just hauling ass. Uh, I love when that shit comes on and I'm just like, all right, fucking this is, it's a speed run, dog. Like, you know? Yeah, and and the, the track and the vibe is fucking banging, man. I dig it. Um, Man, I know for a fact because, you know, I follow you on Insta. Um and I know Russ is a big inspiration to you, man. Can you uh can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, man. So um, Russ was kind of like uh the whole reason I wanted I started my DIY journey. Um, when I first started coming up, 
uh, with music, I saw him, and my friends told me about him like years before. I had no interest in the man. I was like, I don't care what that man is doing. <laughs> Same here. Me right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, eventually, though, when I was getting into what he was doing, I found out what he was doing. I was like, damn, he's doing it right. You know, like I just knew. You know, things like connect with you, connect with you, and resonate resonate with you. Yeah. Um. So uh, I started following his journey. I started following his YouTube's. I started following his practices. What he did. He has like a thousand YouTube videos on how to make beats. I started watching those, and we both used Logic, uh, the interface or the software at the time. So um, started on Logic. You know, every everything just happened the way it was happening. I wasn't trying to like copy or mend or just study him. It just kind of happened naturally. Um, and to the point where I started studying the man, um, I actually have had conversations with this man to this day, which is kind of crazy to me. You know, your idols really do become your rivals. You know, like, these are people <laughs> that you look up to, and they're people you want to be, and then they're people like you just want to beat, you know, because you, you believe, you know, you have the same power in you. So Russ has been that for me, honestly, in this long game um, of le- legendary lo- <laughs> can't fucking talk this morning <laughs> in this game. Um, and it's just, you know, he's, he's been a mentor for me in a lot of different ways. Um, and I've just had the you know opportunity of talking to him, which has been just crazy in itself. But he's been a huge inspiration for me all in all. Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, and that's a lot of the stuff he preaches in, uh, in his book and stuff like that. Just kind of finding yourself, finding that belief in yourself, man. I, good stuff. Um, speaking of DIY, man, man, I know you do everything, man, from production to writing the songs to recording the songs yourselves to performing on the songs to doing the social media marketing marketing, and doing your I I heard, I think you even did your own music video, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. How is it? How do you do it? Just doing all that stuff for yourself, man. Um, I definitely have to buckle down. I have to be in a very focused state of being for sure, um, and I have to want to do it. I've just realized, even writing music, you have to want to do it, and you can't have anything else going on. Um, now, in this age and day, I feel like every artist needs to know how to do all of those things, regardless. Like it yeah. sounds like a lot. But in today's day, man, you have to do that or else you will not make it. I was just talking to this guy who works uh, for Interscope this morning. He was texting me and he was telling me, you know, I'm like, yo, like, how do you how do you do this? I was just interviewing him, basically. And he just told me, like, you know, you have to do this. You have to be on the TikTok. You have to do this. People throw you money like this. Like they're throwing you money. They're throwing you game. They're throwing you love. Yeah. You just have to try everything out before you quit and say, you know, I've done it all. So, you know, yeah. So so you can give up knowing that you. You did it or you didn't do it, you know? But yeah. Checked all the boxes. Yeah. Longevity. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, that's been my rule of thumb when creating and just putting stuff out there um, and wanting to do it myself. You know, I feel like things get kind of tampered when you have someone else's hands on your artwork, whether that's the video production, the mixing. I remember when I first went to a studio for the first time in Florida, um, man wanted to charge me two hundred dollars for for recording, <laughs> two hundred for the beat, and I'm like, yo, I don't even like this. At the end of the day, yeah. so that's what ultimately uh, wanted me to start making things myself when it came to every part of the process, uh, <laughs> just so I know that if it isn't right, I can only blame myself. Am I right? right. So um, yeah. that's where that came from, honestly, and I'm super grateful for wanting to do it my way for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know you're in the studio with somebody and, and they want to create their vision. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or or they're doing uh their wheelhouse. Yeah, um, people think they know you better than you. Yeah, uh, good stuff, man. Um, and before we leave here, uh, the last thing I just want to talk about, man, like Narca Two, amazing project. What is the next project for us, Just Fans, bro? What's what do you got coming up next? An EP, a whole full <laughs> length album? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, so the next project I have currently coming out uh, is going to be towards the end of summer. Uh, it's going to be called, called Dark Clouds. Uh, it's it's just it's just my vision and my embodiment of myself that I've been working on for all these years. Um, and it's just uh, the same thing. Uh, I went to San Diego and I recorded this there. So this was recorded on the opposite side of the U.S. Uh, <laughs> and this time it just means something completely different for me. You know, I really had a setback ask why am i doing this who am i doing it for and is it feasible you know so um i created this project uh has some heavy hitters on it uh, i got bory someone from meek mill's team on it uh Ovi wood super great chick uh, a lot a lot of just great people on this project that i think are really going to make this um just really worthwhile you know for the bookshelf so uh that's what i have coming out i should have a full length coming out uh by the end of the year for sure for oh, sure shit. i stay creating so you know I will have something a little bit for everybody out there soon. Ooh, all right, man. Well, shit, we'll be looking forward to it uh, here on the Audio Files podcast. And I'm pretty sure we'll probably review that one too, my dude. <laughs> Let's do it. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thanks for the interview, man. Um, and I will talk to you later, my man. My guy. So, yep, that is uh, our very first artist interview here on the Audio Files podcast. <laughs> Just thanks for that. Speaking of Lucy's, I'm going to work on a Lucy with that guy. That's also going to be coming soon, so check that out. Um, thanks for agreeing, my brother. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into Just's Narsa 2. And, yeah, he also is a big fan of Just, like he said in the interview, and he kind of follows that same leg. And it's just kind of funny, too, because when we were talking about it, he was just like, yeah, he's like, when he's, he kind of said the same thing when he first came out. He's like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, you know, and then eventually it became an inspiration. But um, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Um, I first heard it actually like way back when he dropped the dropped the EP back in December. This is a carryover from 2022. And I just I was like, because I've we've reviewed one of the homies projects now. And I was really like, okay, cool, you know, but I felt like when as soon as I heard this, I was like, okay, I want to at least see what the hell these guys got to think. Because I, I was like, there's something there. And um, the songwriting, the melodies, the hooks, it's all catchy, man. Um, the only thing I am going to say is that the project was a little short. And, it just, and I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing because it made me want more. But I felt like the tracks were like a minute, minute and a half long, two minutes. And it's just like, I'm going to bump this shit in my car over and over and over. And I mean, so, um, like, give me at least like one more hook or two more hooks and a bridge or something, dude, you know? Um, what about you, Bebo? What were you thinking when you first heard this? Yeah, so apologies. I, I believe I pronounced his EP as uh, Narca. It's, it's Narsa, though, right? Yeah, but like I, I didn't. Narcissist I, I, or something? Yes, I didn't know that until I actually interviewed him. And I thought that I said the same oh, thing. I, I was yeah. like, that's dope. Narca, like some fucking pinhead drug queen. <laughs> like, dope, dude. Like, you know? But uh, it's like, yeah, Narsa, because it's like the narcissistic, toxic type gotcha. of individual. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense now. Um, yeah, okay. That makes more sense. So my initial thoughts is like, you know, listening to it, I, I kind of found it evident that he's still in the process of honing his sound and finding his voice and wanted to start with the positive. Like I, it, it sounded like he does all his own beats, right? Everything's in yeah, house. Everything he does okay. is him, man. The mixing, recording, mastering, it's all him writing. I give it up. All right. So yeah, that's what I figured. And I, kudos to him for taking on such responsibilities, showca showcasing his dedication and, and passion for the craft. Um, 
And as far as the tracks, there were moments where I felt that some aspects didn't fully connect with me. For instance, on the track Bounty, there were elements of his storytelling that I couldn't entirely believe, you know, especially <laughs> as a newcomer to his music. So I think building trust with listeners is crucial, especially like when introducing yourself to a new audience. Now, I don't know. It could be true. It could be true. That's but all I'm going to say. Just this guy like... like like this guy lives a crazy life so i'm like it might be true <laughs> like you know this guy hey, it could he, be he's a nomad dude like he literally like travels like city to city like doing wild crazy shit so it's like there's an element where i'm like that might have fucking happened <laughs> you know, like, okay yeah. hey and it might have yeah. i'm just saying from from you know my perspective i i for whatever reason i just i found it hard to believe like yeah. some of the stuff he was talking about and like yeah. i said it could be completely true um so and then the other thing was just like I think we talked about it with your other friend when you're basically introducing yourself. Uh, you know, I want to catch a glimpse of who they are. And yeah. um, now that I know that the EP is entitled Narsa for yeah. you know narcissist, a lot of the tracks were about women and yeah. um, heavily surrounded on that topic, which was cool. But I didn't really get to know who Just was to be uh. honest, because um, and that kind of left me wondering like who is this guy besides like liking girls i like girls anthony likes girls like that doesn't you know tell me who you are you know yeah um so that was my my conclusion i feel like you said there's a lot of potential there especially considering how he handles all aspects of the production independently however like i said there's areas that didn't fully resonate with me and you know if he is being authentic good for him but again for a first-time listener there's some tracks that i didn't really believe that and if he if it is just kind of like a uh, like a wrestler kind of putting on this persona type of thing, maybe incorporate some tracks where we, we get to know you for who you really are. And maybe some of the crazy shit you've seen and experienced that like you're ashamed of or whatever the case may be. Ooh. Hear that dog. You got to put that shit out there, homie. Put it out. Oh man. I mean, cause I mean, and don't get me wrong. I like the tracks about women, but maybe just to introduce yourself, keep it to like one or two, be, you know what I'm saying? And then like, once you've established who you are to this new audience, then you can, I guess uh, do more of the cookie cutter stuff. Um, all right, we're gonna go ahead and move on to favorite beats off the project, man. Um, I I liked real fast the the beat. The I, I talk about this all the time, like the music theory. The beat matched the concept, like it was really uh, fast tempo, and it, you know went along with uh, the vibe, man. It had kind of like a weekend vibe, like going to you know do, like with the pianos, do 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 do, you know, like I dug that shit. Um, I'm gonna say like that too. It was a little bit softer, but it kind of puts you in a kind of like a, a chill mode, you know. And then I'm probably gonna have to go with uh, I like Bottle Girls too. They had like that that weekend vibe. I like when he gets in that pocket. It's pretty, you know, like take me to the club. Yeah, I dig it. Um, what about you, Bebo? Yeah, I'm going to have to go Bottle Girl. I think we get glimpses of his uh, melodic abilities on this track, and it accompanies the the beat really nicely. Um, the other one I really liked was Same Old Girls. Like you said, I, I did see a lot of the weekend inspiration on this track. Um, and, you know, he's talking about uh, – I'm sorry, we're doing beats, right? Yeah, oh, wait. yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. Hold on. I just named my favorite tracks. <laughs> uh, so favorite beats was Same Old Girls. I enjoyed the guitar loop on that one. It was pretty simple but effective. And then the other beat I really enjoyed was Bounty. Ooh, yeah. uh, it was a drill beat, you know, and um, I know that's what's in right now, but it, it was a nice drill beat. All right. Um, all right, Bebo, let's go ahead and uh, go with uh, favorite tracks. 
Um, I'm gonna go with real fast, man. That shit is. I've had. I featured it here on Songs of the Week, and it's just like I like the vibe. Um, it's perfect when I'm snowboarding. And I want to go fast. Uh, it's just. A, it's a great song for that. Um, I'm gonna have to go also with uh, like that. I, I like that. Um, you know, just I gotta like that. You know, like I just kind of like it gave me like some kind of Drake vibes. You know what I mean? And then yeah. and then um, I'm gonna have to go with the same old girls too. That one just kind of like like I like when he catches that melodic catchy hook, dude, and he just he just fucking kills it. Um, what about you, Bebo? Favorite tracks? Yeah, like I said, a uh, bottle girl. Like I said, we we, uh, we catch a glimpse of his melodic abilities on it, um, and I also like the beat. Same old girls. Comparisons to the weekend were on here. I I could yeah. definitely see where he was drawing inspiration from, and also what it was about, where he's just basically talking about wanting to have a girl show him something he hasn't seen before pretty much you know where it's um he's like there's a lot of basic bitches out there and i couldn't agree more (laughs) i agree i I second that (laughs) there's a lot and when we find a real one uh let me tell you uh it opens up our eyes a lot um that's why I'm no longer fucking with babe mamas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, do we want to do uh, least favorite tracks or do you want to give my boy a pass this time? It's up to you, man. It's up to you. Um, I think we'll be kind. I think this was a little bit, uh, th- as far as the homie EPs, uh, I think this was probably the better out of the two. No disrespect. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and give this a pass and uh, we'll pass on the uh, constructive criticism. Um, all right. Uh, any bars or lines that stuck out to you? Um, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I didn't write anything down for this one. And I know the lyrics aren't available online. So, um, yeah, I off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Um, my apologies. Uh, let's see. I, I like when, um, I like when the hook transitions perfectly in between the verses on. Oh, no. I thought that shit was dope. Um, I like on, on, uh, real fast. Somebody goes, love is ruthless these drugs invites in like that shit was dope to me and just like just because cadence on up i'm riding in the city dinner you know like i dug that shit yeah um yeah that's pretty much i mean like the hooks um like hooks on same old girls like that you gotta like that you know like yeah i, I love that shit um that's what i'm saying like i give it up because hooks are so hard to write and i think this is one of the things he's mastered as far as melodies and hooks goes um i give it up um all right it is time for the producer's chair um for this project if i were to say anything i like i said earlier a little bit um just make these full complete songs man i I, like i'm looking at the track listing most of them don't pass like like uh two two thirty you know what i mean so um maybe add like i said maybe add even just repeat the hook one more time if you did that shit like because the hooks are so catchy like you want to sing along to them um or give us a bridge and then the hook again um and yeah just a couple bars for a bridge or even two to four bars maybe just like you know recap re-summary of the of the of the song and then go back into the hook again for another two to three times i don't know like um but I, that's what i would do just to to make it a little bit longer and make it like it seems like we're getting too short of you like real quick and i mean it's just like oh we get introduced we're digging the song and sorry over i mean like <laughs> not not to be gross but it's like you don't bust that fast do you? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like you know it's like just like give us a little let us enjoy the moment for a little bit longer you know what i mean that's the only thing i can kind of compare it to uh what about you people anything for the producer's chair yeah i mean i i think i said it in my initial uh thoughts of just you know i i didn't really get to know who just was to be honest um that too yeah you know and i you know the the, the topics that were set on here things that i have I, I've heard time and time again, you know, so as far as like how he stands out from the crowd, 
as him as an individual. Like that's what I was looking for for my introduction to him as an artist. And that's usually what I go for. Yeah. And also the music too. But um yeah, I would say that's my constructive criticism is is just like we need to know who Jess is. Show us your heart, bro. Show us your heart. Yeah. Um all right, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and um check me out. You in trouble, check me out. Pay us now, check me out, pay me double, check me out. Pass it on to the check me out segment. Uh just like Russ, like uh, you know, his mentor I won't say mentor, but his inspiration, I would say he does got a few Lucy's um that I have on my phone. Let me see, just um I would have to say Girl of My Dreams is pretty dope. Um, Sticks and Stones, man. I've been bumping that shit like since it came out. Um, and then I'm gonna have to go also with uh, External Fantasies. Go check that shit out. Uh, all right, it is time for our rating for this EP. Just uh, Nar- Narsa two. I almost said Narca two. Narsa two. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's just I, 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 it can go either way. I, I fuck with it. Like, uh, um. I'm gonna go ahead and like I said, the only I think I was really impressed with the lyricism, really impressed with the writing. Um, even though people said like I think because I've listened to more music from him, I like this like persona, kind of like weekendy kind of. I'm a heartless individual, just messing with a bunch of females. But I, I get it. Um, if it, I feel like like I said, if you give me something full length with a, at least ten to twelve songs, and each song's at least thirty or three minutes, 30 seconds, at least something like that, where I'm just like, damn, give me something substantial. I'd say maybe 88. Uh, for this one, I'm going to have to give it a 4.2. Okay. What about you, Viva? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the guy to, you know, I, I hope you don't hate me, but like Ant said, the tracks were a little short and what they were about. There was some tracks, like I don't know him, but just from the music, it, it just, I there's some tracks that I didn't really buy. Um, and again, I could be completely wrong when it comes to that. And also the topics like didn't really move me. I'm going to give it the same rating. I gave the Russ one. I'm going to give it a 3.8. So that should bring us tallied four. That's not bad. 80, is, right? uh, 80%. Yeah. Yep, 80. Yep. So, uh, solid B that's what I'm saying. Um, if you were one of my students, I said, good job, but uh, I think you can do better. <laughs> it's like it's great. Yeah, it's man. Great. I mean, try. I I hope he releases some Lucy's on on the constructive criticism and you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He can build off of it, you know. Well, he said uh, he said definitely said he's releasing a project later on this year, so we'll be expecting that. Um, I mean, for for what it is, I I mess with the I mess with the project. Like you know, what I'm saying like I think it's cool that he's he's someone underground and that it's it's pretty substantial for what it is like i, I like it right. um do i revisit it all the time not necessarily um but like i said um same old girls like that real fast those are rotation in my playlist um i'll be bumping those in the car um there's potential there there's certainly potential there for sure man he's he's got he's got a lot of talent for sure um with that being said would you cop the vinyl bebo now um if he had a vinyl I'd cop it just because he's the homie. Um, yeah. And because of the potential of it blowing up, if this food blows up, like, ah, I got you guys. I got him. You know, so um, I would definitely cop the vinyl for this just uh, as a homie project. Know what I mean, I think same same thing, man. When when you got friends that are, that you know, are doing it, you got to support. So I'm with you on that one. Hell yeah. All right. That's going to be it for uh, this week's EPs. We're going to go ahead and move on to the new segment. Now, there's not really much going on in the news other than they found more evidence to 
um, Tupac Shakur's murder. Apparently, they found some tapes and some pictures. Uh, that stuff will be pending. But what I wanted to bring to the table this week, um, it just kind of came up to me because this question has been asked about this individual before. And after listening to her new project, um, I got to ask the question, Bebo, do you think that Ice Spice is a industry plant? Go. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think so. I mean, honestly, the songs that I have heard from her, I didn't like any of them. I mean, she has enough flow to kind of get away with making tracks and stuff. And I definitely get why that one song, I think it was Munch, blew yeah. up. I mean, it's it's kind of funny. Um, she has a nice flow, and it's, of course, like a drill beat that's popular right now. But I just, having heard two or three songs by her and hearing the exact same flow on both tracks, I knew, okay, if she releases a full-length project, like it's that's all it's going to be. You know, so I think it's, yeah, it's a way of the industry making money and capitalizing off of an artist who's uh, has some talent, but I don't think um, is at the talent level of, you know, the Beyonce's of the world or or Cardi B or um, that's the crazy thing. I actually Nicki re- Minaj. I actually heard a few tracks off of Cardi B's uh, Invasion of Privacy and I was like, that shit is actually pretty good. Like, you know, like, yeah, you know, couple- even though the, the topics are for, you know, and we're going to get into this, but that's my gripe with female rappers. I mean, we can't generalize because there are the underground female rappers that, yeah. you know, of course, uh, we've talked about in the past. But the mainstream ones all seem to be talking about the same damn things. And that's kind of my gripe with that. Yeah. And, and that's going to be also my uh, critique for Ice Spice. I think she's definitely an industry plan. She was known for making videos on TikTok. I believe her dad's also like a failed rapper or something like that. And for me, it just seems like too perfect. Like she gets one hit. It comes out of nowhere. That hit lasts probably like six months. And then they get Princess Diana with Nicki Minaj. Like, okay, that's passable. Gangsta Boo. I liked the track. I was digging it. And then, but like, like we said, a lot of the tracks, I listened to the project and a lot of the tracks just like we said, a lot of the same flow, a lot of the same. And so it's like, she really doesn't have much. And so I can totally see a whole record label, um, putting all their efforts to trying to make her blow up and to trying to create something that's not there. Um, yeah. She's got a great voice, and she, the initial flow is dope. Like, yeah, like, the first time I heard it, it's like, okay, I get it. It's like, it's kind of like a call to the old school, like, you know, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, you know? It's like, okay, cool, but it's like, that's it. That's all she got, and it's just like that. I can't help but think that somebody's pinning this shit, and like, fuck, that's all she could do? Okay, well, let's let's talk about your booty, like you know, and just like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, that's uh, as we were Bebo was saying, Fabulous recently came up and said that he is pissed off that female rappers are subscribing to such low content, and I agree, man. We used to have MC Lights, we used to have Queen Latifah, we used to have um. Lauren Hills, you know, female yeah. rappers who could actually rap and actually not only talked about, you know, their love life, but talked about their own personal experiences. Like, you know, and like, I really think that's what's missing from the game. I, and uh, that's one of the things that I love about hip hop is that if it offers so many different perspectives, uh, especially for those creative types. I mean, we got guys like Doom. We got guys like Talib Kweli, um, Nas, Common, you know, like. People talking about love, people talking about the streets, people talking about just being a nerd, you know, just like stuff like that. And it, it, to me, it's it's a shame that I think female rappers are kind of cast into a limited category. You know, it's like, well, if you're not talking about your booty, then you're not going to sell. And like, I disagree, exactly. man. Like, I feel like 
Especially like Miss Lauren Hill from the Foodies, man. Like I love when she was fucking going off on like how many mics, dude. Like you know, you know, like it's like, dude, come on, like it can be done. Like show us your Andre, yeah. your best Andre three thousand impression. Like fucking do that. Yeah. Like you know, and, and like I see a lot of these rappers on TikTok, and I think that's where they're living. You know, like and that's why I'm like, okay, cool, they're out there. But it's just to me, it's just a shame that that's not what's being permeated right now throughout the mainstream. You know, who's the female rapper that you mess with that like is currently out right now you quoted her on the um on the ray episode on the ray episode uh what's her name she's uh she's latina rapper from um la let's song was it her let's see. i think so right um let me see uh let me see. like a underground female artist if i'm not mistaken let's see oh the the hippie dippy chick no let me see. um what's her freaking name if you're something like if you're not uh, you you quoted a song of hers that was like a something about being taken advantage of. Um, she had a bar where it's like something about a dude behind her. I, I know that's very vague, but oh, that was uh, Rhapsody, wasn't it? Rhapsody, yes. Yeah, we fuck with Rhapsody, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh huh. I mean, there's Rhapsody, and um, I forgot there's this chick from LA too. She's pretty dope. Um, I forgot her name. She can't be that dope if we got her name on <laughs> uh, uh, Where is it at? It's going to be killing me. I mean, perfect example is Missy Elliott, man. I know they don't make them like her anymore, but, man, Missy Elliott's like, I don't think there'll be a, another like her where she had bars, she had flow, she could have a sexual song, but then just have a, a nice hype song for the club. Like, she was so versatile, man. And I mean, like she, like she had a little bit of R and B. I mean, it doesn't, yes. it doesn't uh-huh. hurt when Timbaland's producing your shit either. I mean, but I, I, I agree. Like we have just that, like that pure female hip hop, right? Like that's kind of, kind of yeah. missing right now. And it's just a shame that everything's gone to to booty music. I mean, oh, no chaser, Reverie, Reverie, no chaser. She's from LA. She's fucking dope, gangster ass chick. I, I dig it. Um, sorry about that, Reverie. Um, but yeah, man, like. That's that's what I want to hear. I want to hear chicks with bars. Actually, speaking of which, uh, remember our homie Joey Lopez? Yeah, he mm-hmm. put me on. Well, he was he made a post and he put me on to this chick called I'm not I'm not sure if it's Wine or Win, but she spells her name W Y N N E, and she's like she's exactly what we're kind of talking about. Like she's got bars and she's talking about her booty. But she's talking about like in a braggadocio like rapper way, like MC way, like you know. And it's just like, yeah. like don't fuck with me. I'll, I'll still, like, you know, what I mean, like that type of shit. And I'm like, I dig it. And she's a white girl, so go, kudos. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, all right. Anything else in news, Bebo? No, not that I can think of. Not that I can think of. No. All right. Well, yep. I spice. Um, you're definitely an industry plant because we said so. So. Um, everybody don't go buy her shit don't go to her concerts look away look away from the sinning look at her her Um, booty is really nice though i will (laughs) i will there's no denying that yeah if she came up to me i would not turn her away um (laughs) (laughs) she's not a baby mommy yet so um um, all right bebo song of the week man anything that you're messing with anything that you got on repeat that came up that you're just like damn all right you know what? I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna do four. I'm gonna go. Damn. I only have three, but I'm gonna <laughs> add one because we're speaking on female rappers. 
And there's this one female rapper that I just discovered. Checked out her album, and it's not that good, but she did have two tracks on there, and I feel like she has a lot of potential. I saw a lot of Missy Elliott like in her. <laughs> don't, don't you hate that when artists have like two dope fucking songs on the project <sighs> and the rest of his ass? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like she has so much potential, so I'm hoping she can really hone in on her craft because I, I feel like if she can really get it down, like she's what might be next. And uh, like I said, she has that Missy in her where – uh, her songs aren't necessarily talking about just ass and stuff like that. But um, it's an artist by the name of Tia Corinne, and her track is called Freaky T, which this is a typical female rapper song, but it's so fucking dope, and her flow is just amazing. Um, let's see. Next, I have an artist called Brandon Banks, a track called Gold. And actually, I'm going to erase one of these tracks and go with this next one. I went to my first uh, like alternative punk show, man, this Ooh. past week. And that shit was fucking so much fun. I was like, damn, this this is like dope. I can't believe this is my first one. And it just honestly made me want to go to more. It made me feel young again. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, it's an artist called Ecstasy. And the track is called I Want to Sleep for a Thousand Years. Um, I didn't really know this track until he performed it live. And when I saw it live, I was like, oh, shit, this is dope. Um, so, yeah, those are my three. Fuck yeah. Um, your boy's all all in love over here for some reason. So um, <laughs> this one came on. I was just like, ooh. And then I heard the, and I was like, fuck, does it have a one without fucking uh, rapping on it? Because uh, um, what's the name? What's the name? Uh, what was it? Oh, shoot. Where was it at? Yeah, because I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling that fucking rap because David Banner fucked up the song. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, do they have a version without David Banner? And sure enough, they do. <laughs> they uh, do? It's Anthony Hamilton. Uh, cool. It was, I'm cool. Like, oh, damn. Fucking yeah. That, that shit had me fucking all back in in heaven. And then um, this one came up, too, when I was on my way to uh, the In-N-Out picnic for the last time with my boy, Mr. Uh, Hamilton. Cameron, what's up, dog? Shout out to you. Um, we came out, man, and we, it was just like the perfect song to be on the way to that shit. And it's uh, Mac Miller's Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza, an oldie but goodie. R.I.P. Nice. Malcolm. Um, and then I'm going to have to, I'm going to give a shout out to that girl, Wynn, too, because like, man, that, that, sh- that song was fucking dope. So for dope female rappers, I'm going to put you on. Uh, what would Comb do? So yeah, Comb, like C-O-M-B. So um, bars, bars, bars. Um, and actually, let me see. Since I was out in Florida, last week i'm also gonna have to go ahead and redo again gator flow so go ahead and check that out yeah because <laughs> I, I, I do remember that one yeah. yeah gator flow and i did see some gators out in florida so that's my new official whenever i'm out in a florida fucking song gator flow by uh <laughs> also another one of those tiktok rappers let's see uh where is it at gator flow uh by deshaw two two uh 225 and um mad candor so go check that shit out um yeah um Beevil, whose pick do we got next week yes i believe it is addison's pick next week Ooh. we don't have it in so stick around and find out on our instagram follow us at the audio files podcast on instagram check in on our story we'll post it there to see what our pick is for next week and I will be more consistent with editing these <laughs> these projects and being here for these projects, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, yeah, I just kind of uh, loosened up my schedule. So we should be more consistent, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you that. And be on the lookout for my project. I'm pretty sure we'll let you know when that shit's coming up. Um, it's getting closer and closer and closer. I'm just making sure everything's fucking perfect for you guys. And I promise I'll try to uh, release some Lucy's. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. It's here. Um, oh, yeah. All right, with that being said, baby mamas, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
but there's still plenty of Bebo to go around. There's still plenty of D to go around. <laughs> um, yeah, so try not to you know commit suicide over this. Try not to delete yourself <laughs> over this. I'm just one guy. There's more out there in the world, I promise you. Um, just, I got to move on to bigger and better things. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, that's going to do it for us here at The Audio Files. You guys stay sexy. You guys keep listening. And uh, peace. Peace.